surprising that a popular guy like me doesn't get any incoming calls on my iPhone, but never had a call. <laughs> I'm not as popular as I think I am. You mean on your phone while you're, on, while you're talking to us? Yeah. Everyone's our age now. And even, even the young people we know are having babies and um, staying at home as well. So, you know, someone who's 35. I know how they feel, Phil. <laughs> oh, Chris does too. Chris and I are leading younger men's lives, aren't we, Chris? I'm, I'm the, the only um, unencumbered one here. Is the empty nester. The only real groaner. Take it, Phil. Yeah, we, d- we don't need a formal introduction anymore. What? We've dispensed with formal introductions. Have you listened to any episodes, Rob? Yeah, one. It was terrific. Is this shirt slimming? Presented by Christopher Sulos, Robert Barnhill, Philip Muscatello. The highs, the lows, the triumphs, the invigilators, the laughter, the tears... Is this shirt slimming? I guess it must be a podcast. Whoops. I was driving home from work today and I had Spotify on and I had, uh, when I had it on this morning, the last track was uh, Light My Fire by The Doors, which I, not being a big Doors fan, I love that song. I love the track. I love the sound of it. Anyway, so that finished off from my morning session. On came the introduction the piano introduction to your song. And I was just about to flip it. I have heard it a lot. And then I thought, no, I'll listen to it. And I'm singing along and I really enjoyed it. Then the next song, coincidentally, I was surprised that Rocket Man came into it. And I'll just add, the only Rocket Man I've been listening to for the last 12 months is the new recorded version by, are you ready? Heaven 17. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it's quite true to the original. It's lovely. Well, uh, they're great, a great band. Oh, I loved it. They've never broken up. They've still no. been recording. It's the same guys on the record that, that you hear on the records play live. Is that one of the more recent tracks that they've done, one of the more recent covers? Yeah, they did a single of it last oh. year. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, it's quite nice. Knockout. Anyway, yeah. so the piano part starts, and I don't know if you can remember it, but mm-hmm. it's piano da, da, da. for um, uh, Rocket Man. Anyway, okay. I thought, oh, that's nice, and I love Rocket Man. But again, I'd thought of flipping, and I thought, no, I'll have a listen. And I'd forgotten how beautiful the intro was. The piano part's nice, but the beautiful part is the bass part that D. Murray puts in. It's just mm. lovely. Mm. Have, I urge you, listener, to, and you two, to have a listen when we finish at 9, 8, 9 p.m. tonight. I was explaining to Ange the timing issues that Phil has. Anyway, <laughs> I'm driving along. It's, it's more aiming, I'm, I'm aiming issues these days, but sorry, go on. Uh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Tish. And I remembered something. One day when I was at Parling's, which was at the time the second largest record store in the world. Anyway, one day I got a phone call from Ian somebody or other. He said, Rob, how are you? Good. He said, can you do me a favour? And I said, yeah, sure. What is it? He said, uh, uh, if it's all right with you, Jane's going to drop D. Murray off out the front. Oh. Could, could you meet them and could you look after D? And whatever he wants, give him and just raise a claim and fax it through. <laughs> and uh, the door opened. D. Murray gets out. Very tanned, bleach blonde haired Pom. And he was delightful. We spent two hours together drinking coffee, going through records, me bullying him about taking all this Australian music. Phil will know, and you probably will too, Chris. I made him take a whole lot of stuff he, 
<laughs> probably regret, but wouldn't have heard anywhere else. Um, I said, how does it work? I said, what's it like? And he said, oh, it's amazing. He said, yeah, I've been in this band now for, what would that have been, 80, 82? The first version of the Elton John band was Elton on piano, D on bass, yeah. Nigel Olsen on drums. So no. he was in the band from the, from the beginning. Then Davey Johnson was added. You sure? And he said, yeah, positive. Um, you, you can check on me, but I wouldn't waste your time, Chris. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Herbie Flowers. No, no, Herbie Flowers might have done some albums, but D. Murray was always the bass player in the Elk John Band until a tour that I saw in the 90s, and he was replaced by the guy who sang January, ooh, sick and tired. The singer in that band was a great bass player and became D's replacement. Um, anyway, what's it like? He said, he said, it's fantastic. I live in LA. I've got a great house up in the hills, overlook the ocean. I lie around the pool all day, as you can see. Um, and every now and then, every 18 months, I'll get a phone call from John Reed, and John will say, right, tickets in the mail, meet you in Zurich in two weeks. You'll be home in 18 months. <laughs> They've rehearsed for six weeks and go to great restaurants and parties and, and um, you know, stuff and mix with other people. And then they tour the world. For a year, just over a year, and this would happen every three or four years. He passed away from uh, melanoma. So for all that lying around in the pool in L.A., it uh, did him in. But he had a, an amazing life. So tanned it looked like house paint. <laughs> Is this shit's Chris is back. Has he discovered anything about Herbie Flowers or Dee Murray and Elton or, John? Uh, or D- or M- Mermania. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I found that. Oh. <laughs> Almost as delighted I was Mer- when I found her in that black fur thing. Merman. Oh. Uh, yeah, he joined. He, he was in the touring band, and then he joined the actual recording band uh, from about 1970. But not full time, and they became full time. I think during Honky Chateau. But Phil and I's favourite album is Madman Across the Water, and he's only on half the album. The other half of the pretty, album is different musicians. It's pretty which, good, Madman Across the Water. Oh, for me, it's my sister discovered that album first. I'll give her credit for that. It's a great album. That uh, yeah, I, I still I've listen still to. Got, it. I've still got my LP, and yeah. it's down there on the floor in a pile. Yeah. And I've still got all my handwritten lyrics tucked into the sleeve. Wow. So I can sing I, I, I looked up Levon because it was one of those songs, and it's not about anybody and it's not about anything. <laughs> it's, such an, it's such a dense tune. Um, has anyone seen anything about the new Kingsman movie? Um, I've seen because it. Elton John's playing an, an annoying hostage it. in it. Have you seen it? I've seen it. How is it? It's, He's fantastic. I've got to laugh. He's fantastic. Oh, tell us about it. I saw, I've seen a clip of him. No, I don't. Oh, oh, what, <laughs> I've seen a clip where he's, that the Saturday night is all right for fighting <laughs> section. Well, oh, the best part, I mean, I'm not that the best part, as a muser, they actually have the entire Saturday night right to the, the end of the tape where the band actually, like, you can just hear them, like, stopping the chords and the drum doing, drums doing a, like a, a, this is the end, a fill rather than a song fill. He just does, like, it's we're finished fill all the way. So I'm, I want to get the soundtrack so I can hear the band just like petering out. The outfit is good too, isn't it? 
Oh. <laughs> well, he's, he, the, the, the story, I mean, you're probably picking up from what's in the, there's a person, the woman that, that is a, uh, runs a drug, drug empire and she's in the middle of the, of the, a secret location somewhere in a jungle. <clears throat> and so she tries to reproduce her favorite, uh, moments in her, her, her upbringing. So she has something to do. And one of them is Captain Fantastic in a cinema, uh, is in a theater every night. And it's Elton dressed up and he's just angry, dressed up in his, his 70s outfits. <laughs> just this scowl on his face going through the song. And she's the only one in the cinema watching, you know, watching the show. It's fantastic. That's his, she's, she's kidnapped him so she can have him as a private entertainment. So is it, is it a good movie? <laughs> I really enjoy Would it. Would you recommend yeah. it? Cause I've heard, I've seen reviews that just absolutely hate it and other reviews oh, I mean, that, that absolutely love it. So. It's, uh, but it's I, love fantasy, mo- I love fantasy. the first movie. Yeah, it's. I've only. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a great continuation reviews. of the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Apart from somebody coming back from the dead, uh, inexplic- inexplicably <laughs> back from the dead, <laughs> because he's just got an eye patch now, isn't it? Isn't he? Only, he's got an eye patch now. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Elton John, and talking about this list thing that we've sort of mentioned occasionally. Yes. Yes. I'd like to challenge both of you to a list. Of the least ten best Elton John songs. <laughs> now I know what you're saying. Oh, that hey. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> there may not be ten great Elton John songs. Oh, hold oh, on. Oh, I I don't think any of those albums are great albums. I think there's moments, but I don't think I don't think they're great records. I mean, things like Grey Seal. I mean, really. This- this is really um, a con- controversial era. You're really treading on some toes tonight. I can listen to Yellow Brick Road. Uh, Caribou and Madman Across the Water, back-to-back, in a car, driving anywhere, early in the morning, late at night, tired, happy, upset, Sunday, afternoon, after a picnic, no worries. Just, just shove them I don't them know on. if I could do it. <laughs> well, that's, that's the difference between you and me. And that's why we should be in a band together, because we're different. It's like oil and water. Fair enough. Well, I, I can't wait for the Is This Shirt Slimming show band as well that we're um, going to put together. Olive, I think we really oil. need to do it. Can we, can we call the Shirt Slimming show band Oil and Water? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good name. Fire and Ice. Fire and Fury. <laughs> is This Shirt Slimming? We gladly feast on the future to nourish the past. Can I just say that I, um, I've been... No, no. You don't, have to, invite you yourself here, to say, you don't have to invite yourself to say something, Phil. Well, because we've got this delay, it's very hard because I feel like I'm having oh. to really shove in because of the delay. I'm really having to force my, force my way in. I have no delay. Oh, I think there is. <laughs> but I just wanted to say that I've brought along my pianolo tonight. <laughs> and Barry just, Manilow. Did, did you just hold it up? Barry, 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 can you hold that up so we can describe it to our audience? It's a an Akai MPK mini, and it's what it's got drum pads at the top that fill. It's a red one, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, red. What color are the keys, Phil? Are they red? Faster, black, black keys, all black keys. Oh, we can't see. I've got half. I've only got half a frame. And, uh, oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah, they are red and black. And, uh, <laughs> and Philip's got samples on, on each of the, Merman. on each of the <laughs> pads. We have Bill Drake programmed into these keys saying, Barry Manilow. Holger Brockman. What was Holger Brockman's original stage name? No, Bill Drake. Groove That's what we're Drake. calling him. Bill Drake. 
Wasn't he something else? Though? Wasn't he Groove something? No, that was Groover Wayne. Oh, that George. Was George. Wayne. Well, what was Holger Brockman's original? It wasn't Holger Brockman's. No, it was Bill Drake. Was something else. Bill Drake. When oh, he was on 2SM, was it TUW or 2SM? But one of those stations. 2SM. And he yeah. couldn't have a he couldn't have a strange ethnic name like Holger Brockman. That's so right. He had yeah. to be Bill Drake, so... Barry Manilow. Can't we get him to come in every week and just sit here and say Barry Manilow occasionally? <laughs> so, um, would anyone like to uh, do the honours and welcome the listeners to this episode of... Is this shirt slimming? Haven't you... Hasn't anyone here got host envy? No, I really, I really... I love your pace. Is this shirt slimming? No, you're very professional, Phil. I guess it must be a podcast. But I, I'm, it's time for me to retire. I'm going to retire <laughs> from the host role. Someone else is going to oh, take God. it over, okay? Oh, gosh. But what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what else can you do? Are you what? ready for this? Rob, what? Track one, Funeral for a Friend, Love Lies Blue. This isn't my top ten. This is something this else. This sounds like you're reading off Yellow Brick Road. I am. Funeral oh. for a Friend, Love Lies Bleeding. Yeah. That's pretty fabulous. Yes. Candle in the wind, pass. Uh, Betty in the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're a piano player, it's a rocking number. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. That's pretty good. Absolutely. This song has no title, pass. Grey Seal, I love it. Pass. Jamaica Jerk Off, pass. No. I've seen that movie too, pass. Yes. Sweet Hated Lady, pass. Yes. Oh, that's one of the best ones. The Ballad of Danny. Really? Ballad of Danny Danny Bailey. Fantastic. Mm. Pass. Oh, come on. Dirty little now girl. It's all over. Pass. Now it's all, all over. The young gr- all the girls love Alice. Pass. True story. Uh, your sister all the young girls twist. love Alice is a true story. Pass. Okay, sister Saturday can't night's all right for fighting. If I ever hear that one more time, pass. No, I'll go and see the Roy movie. Roy Rogers, pass. Social disease, pass. It's a good song. No. Anyway. Bad, bad song. I, I found two good tracks. Oh, you're, oh, it's pathetic. Unbelievable. I was young, impressionable, and... Didn't know any better, Chris, oh, just like oh, you were. That's not fair. There's a conflict of interest here. You like Ethel Merman. Merman. Oh, there's no business like show business. She was fantastic. It does nothing for me. Merman. The listener is most probably not aware that this afternoon we've changed the whole focus of the program from what we were going to discuss, which Have was we? the worst singers, to Ethel Merman. Oh, oh Merman. Oh, I've, got, I've got the worst well, singers. Ethel, Ethel's, <coughs> I've got... Ethel's probably in there, Phil. Go. Her original name is Ethel Agnes Zimmerman, which is the same name as Bob Dylan. So Bob Ethel. <laughs> Ethel Dylan. <laughs> I've come to think of it, Phil, I've never seen the two of them in the one room at the one time. Rob, you got the same first name as Bob Dylan. <laughs> you ever seen Bob and I in the same room at the same time? I've never seen you in the same planet at the same time. Don't think twice. There's Would no have... business like show business. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> so, um, but that's where the the merman comes from. A Zimmerman, okay? Zimmerman. Oh, right. Merman, okay. and uh, because she just had to shorten it for a stage name. And the other interesting fact I found out is that her last marriage, which was for six weeks only, was to Ernest Borgnine. They lasted for about six weeks, yeah. That's uh, Mikhail from how, Mikhail's name. How'd they last that long, Phil? Well, obviously she That's made a mistake. And, it, and in fact, one of her earlier husbands... Oh, I reckon he made a One of a her earlier husbands, she realised she'd made a mistake on the night of the, um, the consummation of the, of the marriage. 
Although I think she was the kind of person that would have consummated early. She was quite a raunchy personality. And um, the other interesting fact, hang on there, I've got another interesting fact. Early, Ethel early Merman, And that's, you know, um, she was one of the first people to do uh, I Get a Kick Out of You. And uh, because oh, really? she was in the Broadway Did musical. Did Noel give it to her? And she, that line um, about I get no kick from cocaine, even one sniff would make me terrific. And apparently she used to go and wobble like this on the stage because she could do that in New York, but every other version um, has uh, taken that, that part of it out. But, however, that's where Frank Sinatra got it from because he always says terrifically. And so he was wow. impersonating Ethel Merman. So anyway, there's, that's the extent of my interesting facts about um, Ethel Merman. Merman. I loved her as a kid. She was in Annie Get Your Gun. She was in Mame. I didn't like Mame much. But what she about, was what about extraordinarily huge personality? Hey, someone goes with a sledgehammer and just hits people like an Aussie underworld figure. Mame. Is that the one? They get the, the standover men. Is that the one? Mame. Please stand by for an awkward silence. Hanging Chris out to dry. <laughs> Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our awkward silence is brought to you by Chris Sulos. What's Chris done now? <laughs> yeah, there's an episode. <laughs> now, viewer, I'd like to mention. I'd like to tell our viewer that uh, Chris, Chris yeah. is slowly well, disrobing. I am. It's hot. It's well, I'll, really warm. Uh, I'll make sure I inform the listener that uh, if the, we spot a hint of nipple, you'll be the first to know. I'll be the first to know. No, no, the viewer. Oh, the yeah. Okay, it's all about the viewer. Okay, our listener, customer focus. Invigilator, uh, invigilator, <laughs> yeah, invigilator. Merman. D. Murray and Herbie. <laughs> D. Murray and Herbie Flowers played bass on uh, on Tumbleweed Connection. Yeah, yeah. It was a shared. Lot. He wasn't a full time studio. But the, man, the best thing that happened was getting Nigel and the band full time. He took over all the vocal arrangements. Good he never looked back boys. after getting Nigel Tufnell in the band, did he? <laughs> Wrong band, Phil. I see it. I see it. I, I, I'm not sure if I can play this game because I'm not the great. I love it that there's a number of great, great Elton John songs that I absolutely adore, but in total, uh, he's not one of my favourite artists of all time. So oh, that doesn't gosh. matter. You represent uh, a part of the uh, the electorate. And you should have your survey included, Phil. <laughs> I'm an uneasy listener. <laughs> <laughs> uneasy listening. <laughs> Let's do a whole segment on uneasy listening. Was there something else that you wanted to talk about with Ethel Merman, Roberto? Merman. No, Phil. Merman. <coughs> Barry Manilow. Did she Sorry. die of the black lung? Is that what she died? What did she die of, Phil? You got still the screen up? up. She was apparently quite a raunchy <coughs> girl and was very good at telling dirty jokes, apparently, as well. <laughs> oh, so she was great company on a long drive. You, you know how you have the swear jar? Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, 
um, you've got to put money into it. And she was on some TV show. <laughs> it was a stage show, TV show, and she she said hell. And the hostess of the show came up and that's said, here's the jar, you've got to put some money in. <laughs> and apparently that's Ethel turned around and said, how much will it take to tell you to shut the f*** up? <laughs> I, I, didn't, oh, I didn't say I wasn't a fan of Hold of on, Ethel. there's a whole segment. Whole, sorry, Chris, there's a whole segment in Wikipedia about Ethel under the heading profanity. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I have never seen that as a subheading on anybody's profile no, before. Merman no. was notorious for her brash demeanour and for telling vulgar stories at public parties. For instance, she once shouted a dirty joke across the room at Jose Ferrer during a formal reception. While rehearsing a guest appearance on the Loretta Young show, Merman exclaimed, oh. Where the hell does this go? Young, who was a devout Catholic, advanced towards her, weaving an empty coffee can, saying, Come on, Ethel, you know my rules. That'll cost you a dollar. To which Merman replied, <laughs> What you said, Bill? <laughs> ah, honey, how much will it cost me to tell you to f*** yourself? <laughs> oh, <laughs> to go, oh, I always like Loretta Young. <laughs> I like her more yeah, I like, than I ever Yeah, do. I like her even more. You like <laughs> Ethel more. I like Loretta <laughs> even more. Okay. Is this shirt slimming? I guess it must be a podcast. So I went upstairs, yeah. had a really, yeah. really, really long pee. Right. And, um, and I urinated as well. <laughs> Boom! And, um, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Zinger! <laughs> anyway, I was laughing about the thought of David Bowie. Lucky he wasn't dating a girl that listened to Ethel <laughs> Ethel Merman. <laughs> Popular music could have been completely different. Ground control to Major Tom. No, this is Major Tom to ground control. <laughs> Could someone do a sign-up for us tonight, please? Rob, do you, do you know the name of our website, Rob? Uh, is it... Um um, no. <laughs> it's I feel, slim, I feel Chris, I've got so many numbers going around at slimming, Slimmingly.strikingly.com. And the, the other thing that we would like invite everyone, if you do like this podcast, if you wouldn't mind going onto iTunes and uh, giving us a review, do some stars, five, one, whatever, how many stars you ever want, but uh, just make contact and let us know if there's anything that you can. Can you listen to, to this on iTunes? Yes. yes. And you can rate us. Oh. And uh, the more people that rate us on oh, iTunes, rate us. and um, the more people that um, make comments and uh, join us there, the higher up the iTunes charts, which is apparently it's the game these days. Oh, oh. Hey, I was during that urination. I was thinking about John Lennon and Ethel Merman, and I was laughing out loud. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Because it didn't ah. happen. It didn't happen. Because he he went with Yoko. See, he knew yeah, he, knew. <laughs> he was going to choose choose one. He just, Big call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's and she's the one that's still alive, isn't that the, the tragedy? I know. I know of all of it. Ethel, Ethel, Ethel. By the way, just to finish this yeah. episode of Is This Shirt Slimming? Died in 1984 of brain cancer. <gasps> oh. Oh. Okay. Mm. 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 Oh. Mm. Mm. 
But she had a wonderful life by the sound of it. And I loved her when I was a kid. A wonderful, profane, laden life. All right, with that, gentlemen. Have you heard William Shatner's version of Rocket Man? It's fantastic. I have. I was, I was in a, I was appropriately named. Always wanted to be in a band. There was a guy I was shit was hanging out with us for a while, Muser, and he, he, yeah, he had a band name that he always <laughs> wanted to use, which was William Shatner's band. <laughs> why do, if we do start a band, why don't we just call it Shatner? <laughs> Shatner. What's the name of the band, mate? Shatner. We need a girl called Shazza as the lead singer. You've been listening to Is This Shirt Slimming? Brought to you by the Dato Foreskin Restoration Clinic. Time to act. Become intact.